No answer, guys? Hello? Where are you? This is Grapples to Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not I should buy Red Dead Redemption 2 or not. No answer, guys? Hello? Where are yous? Oh, that's right. They're at Evolution. (laughs) I am the host for today, Shades, and you are listening to us. On soundcloud.com slash grapples to apples. That's grapples the number two apples. Or maybe you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music. As long as you're listening. That's all we care about. Today we're going to be talking about WWE's first ever all-women's pay-per-view evolution. That the guys, Matty Bizzle, Double Z, Double E, and Will the Thrill are at so they currently cannot be on the podcast today but they will be back for the weekly uh raw and smackdown update recap and review maybe some other happenings in the wrestling world but uh let's get into it ring that bell so the show opens with uh some technical difficulties can't really hear michael cole doing his you know, trademark intro for the pay-per-view that usually happens, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a little weird, and you can hear him very faintly, and then you can hear somebody else in the background saying, your mic's not on, but that led into a, in my opinion, a terrible musical performance that was, was not needed. I understand, you know, it's a, the first ever all women's pay-per-view for the WWE, but uh, for me, a pointless musical performance is pointless. I mean, you're filling air for what reason? Beyond me. But, you know, you start off with a bad, then you you follow that up with a good. We had Lillian Garcia doing introductions for all the women tonight, which was pretty cool i mean you don't get to hear lillian garcia anymore she's not she doesn't do intros anymore but it was it was it was nice a nice nod to women everywhere and next we have uh the first match trish and lita and alicia fox replacing alexa bliss teaming with mickey james now uh, the the you know baby faces come out first. Trish and Trish comes out first, followed by Lita. They get some good pop. Uh, Alexa Bliss comes out next, wearing a Alice in Wonderland getup, and I guess Halloween was the theme of the night for for most of the heels. Cause Alexa Bliss comes out and and does what she's been doing for the last couple of weeks, ragging on Trish and Lita for being old. And she's like, turn your hearing aids up so you can hear this. This is the first ever WWE women's pay-per-view. And I was just, meh. You've done this already. There was, you know, she never mentioned she's not wrestling because she's hurt. Which I understand. Uh, Michael Cole did go over that a little bit later. 
but then Alicia Fox and Mickey James come out and they have this weird Alice in Wonderland where Mickey James is the Queen of Hearts and uh, Alicia Fox is the Mad Hatter. Get it? Because she's wearing this silly hat all the time. And I guess Alexa Bliss was Alice. The thing that stood out the, the most for me was one, Alicia, Alicia Fox's overselling of almost every move. And the second was later on in the match. Now, there wasn't really much in this match, like, this being the appetizer, the first match, it's supposed to get you into it, and it really didn't get me into it. I mean, again, I really want to get the guys' opinions early on in our next episode, but for me, it was just, okay. I don't feel really nostalgic with, you know, especially when they had the Mickey James and Trish Stratus show off, but what are you going to do? So, towards the end of the match, uh, Trish Stratus hits Mickey James with the Stratus faction, and it's like one, two, and then the ref just stops counting, and two seconds later, Alicia Fox kind of like jumps in and hits Trish. She like she completely missed her cue. And I was like, this isn't a good start to the pay-per-view in my opinion. But uh Lita gets back into the ring, get a little bit more offense in. She hits the moon salt, which now they're calling the Lita salt. I don't like that, but the WWE they need to Make it like, oh, Lita invented the moonsault, so it's got to be the Lita salt. It's, it's Michael Cole being Michael Cole, I guess. Well, she hits it on both Mickey James and Alicia Fox. Trish Stratus hits the Trish kick on Mickey for the one, two, three, and the faces go over. And for the most part, I mean, we had the faces winning a lot of the matches. Um, next we had a uh, battle royal, and what I liked about this was each woman got their own shortened entrance. So you start off with Naomi, and then you have you know Alundra Blaze and and uh, Maria Kanellis, and obviously not in that order, but every woman got their their own entrance, which was which is nice. Iconics come out last, <laughs> cut their usual heel promo, how Long Island terrible accents and this and that and how the the older wrestlers women wrestlers in the ring shouldn't be there and i'm sitting here like hmm i kind of getting dumped out first easy and that's exactly what happens by the old guard i like to call them all, all the older women wrestlers and then they're all just staring at the Iconics, all the older women, and sort of the newer-aged female wrestlers are just standing and staring at them, and you kind of have like a old guard versus new guard setup standoff in the in the, the battle royal, which is pretty cool. They start brawling, and then obviously Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, who are friends, start teaming up, 
and eliminating some of the women. And, um, you know, we have Tori Wilson, Sonia Deville on the apron. Sonia Deville kind of kicks Tori Wilson in the leg. She falls off. And then in a surprise turn, Mandy Rose eliminates Sonia Deville. And I, I, I didn't see it coming. But, um... There is no friends. There are no friends in a battle royal. She made that very clear. I mean, all in all, you had your 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 quick eliminations. A lot of the um, older women were eliminated first. I think Michelle McCool was, and Ivory were like the last two, like the top five or six, maybe maybe seven or eight. <laughs> But at some point, there was an octuple suplex. It's like one one, one woman grabbed Nia Jax in the suplex, and then it's a, another. It's a chain reaction of this women grabbing each other to put each other in a suplex, and then eventually they all suplex each other. Then Carmella, standing in the ring by herself, starts doing the five second dance break. Now I've stated this before. I don't care for our truth. I don't care for Carmella. I don't care for this uh, truth TV or the dance break. But I thought that this was pretty funny. Then Ivory starts actually dancing with her. Excuse me. What I thought was going to happen was Nikki Cross coming out. Maybe that was their way to segue her into the main roster. That didn't happen. But we got down to like the last... Four women, which was, I believe, Asuka, Ember Moon, Nia Jax, and Tamina. And in a l- turn of events, Asuka gets eliminated, Tamina gets eliminated, and we have Ember Moon. And I'm sitting here like, dang, Ember Moon may actually win this thing. So they're, you know... Nia Jax gets Ember Moon onto the apron. Ember Moon is fighting Nia, gets her over her, you know, gets Nia over the top rope herself. They're standing on the apron, and Zelina Vega all of a sudden comes out of left field, who was still in the match, and pushes both women off. But because she's so small, and the girls, the other women are so big, being Nia Jax and Ember Moon, Zelina thinks that she won the match. Oh, nay, nay. As uh, Mr. Thrill would say, Nia Jax demolishes her, picks her up, and tosses her at Tamina. And it looks like Zelina Vega's knee or leg hit Tamina square in the face. So I was like, yo, she may have a broken nose. And I was like, oh, here comes Ember Moon. She's going to come from behind and, and eliminate Nia Jax. And. Basically, after that, Nia Jax picks her up in like a two-handed choke slam, slams her down, and tosses her over. Nia Jax wins. Now, you may have thought that Ember Moon was going to win. I mean, Will did. I thought that uh, Nikki Cross was going to win, and, and Matt thought Asuka was going to win, but <laughs> none of us is right. I thought Nia Jax should have won. That was the right person. <sighs> 
she needs to finish what she started in terms of getting that women's championship back. And Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey seems like a very good program. Uh, one, you're building the powerhouse Nia Jax versus the baddest woman on the planet, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. So, story can be pretty good or it could be pretty bad. It depends on how they book this. And we all know that they do a terrible job at booking women wrestling. So, yeah, Nia Jax goes over. Next, we have the May Young Classic Finals between Io Shirai and Tony Storm. And this match, although wasn't as good as some of their matches in the the tournament, I thought that these women are, are going to be really good for a very long time. Io Shirai. There's nothing... There's no word that you can describe her anything short of amazing. This woman is super athletic. And it shows. Unfortunately, if she's in the ring with mm, probably 90% of the women on the main roster, I don't think they'd be able to keep up with her. I'd say maybe Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, probably Becky. That's all you're going to get. But uh, during the match pretty scary moment for me was when uh, Tony Storm has uh, EO on the, the apron and hits you with a nasty German suplex on the apron and any wrestling fan or you know anybody that's been in a, a ring a legit ring that there's no give on that spot that's just all wood or metal there's little to no padding there so EO did a very good job at, at, at selling it and uh, it, it made me you know win so I was like ooh that was that was a tough spot to watch but she hits this beautiful acai moonsault from the top rope to the outside on Tony Storm and I'm just taken back by how like you know, you see, we watched her all May Young Classic, but how impressive that she's she is and she's going to be. There were there were package you know video packages. Japan named her the best wrestler in Japan for like the last four years, and now you know American fans get to see why. But um. Pretty good match. Tony Storm hits uh, Storm Zero. Obviously, Io Shirai wasn't going to go out like that. So she kicks out. Uh, Io tries to hit the the moonsault after hitting the double knees in the corner. But Tony Storm gets the knees up and instantly transitions into another Storm Zero. One, two, three, and Tony Storm is your 2018 May Young Classic winner, tournament winner. Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, and I'm sorry, but I, I'm blanking on the 
the head female trainer in developmental, but they were in the ring. They gave them, you know, both women a bouquet of flowers. Tony Storm got the, the trophy. It was it was nice. I mean, Io Shirai is going to be in NXT, and we stated earlier that Tony Storm is going to be in NXT UK, which this helps legitimize NXT UK a little bit. Hopefully, at um, when we have Survivor Series, we have a bit of a NXT UK versus NXT Survivor Series type match. That would, that would, my opinion, sounds pretty good. And then we can finally get. Doesn't have to be for a championship. We can finally get Ricochet versus Pete Dunne. That one-on-one singles champion versus champion. No, for, for no title. You don't need the championship to be on the line. For these two guys to have a fantastic match. In my opinion. Would be a fantastic match. <clears throat> but this is not a uh, NXT podcast right now. We're still covering Evolution. Next. My my match. I I I don't I don't know how I feel about the ending of this match. We had the Riot Squad versus Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia. And again, heels come out with the Halloween themed uh, ring attire. Uh, Liv Morgan was Pennywise the Clown. Ruby Riot was the Jigsaw Doll, and Sarah Logan was Leatherface. And most of the faces came out with some sort of bedazzled or sequenced um, attire. It was very, very distracting, very blinding, very, very blingy, very um, obnoxious ring attire, in my opinion. But match starts off a um, couple, couple transitions in. We get uh, Sasha Banks and and Natty hitting the heart attack on Liv Morgan, which is, you know, throwback to her dad and her uncle, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart and Jim the Animal Nightheart. That was their finishing move as a tag team. So, you know, you had four women that can go and two that aren't bad. They are improving. Uh... And I I mentioned the the women's attire because Renee goes. Why is everyone wearing sequins tonight? And I I had to agree with her. I I don't like sequins, and for me it was it was distracting, especially seeing uh, Natty there, shining like a like a chandelier or a Christmas ornament. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. But the match wasn't bad. Uh, Liv, Liv, they, they booked the Riot Squad pretty strong. They got a lot of offense in. And I thought that they were going to win. But, you know, if you're a wrestling fan or you do know wrestling, it's very telling. When you're getting a lot of offense in, you're not going to win the match. And... That was the theme for this match. I mean, they, they they beat down Sasha for the most part, and um, when Sasha did get her 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 offense in, she had all three women outside. She kind of attempted a suicide dive, but botched 
got caught in the ropes and then the riot squad picked her up or caught her rather from the barrack like from the apron and just like tossed her back first into the barricade which was a pretty tough spot because you know usually the barricade is is padded this time it was just like a cloth over a metal barricade which you heard you heard Sasha Banks going off that it wasn't pretty if they get inside uh, they put Sasha inside the ring and Ruby Riot goes up for a senton and Bailey comes in and just lays on top of Sasha to basically shield her from the attack and Ruby Riot doesn't care who's there she drops down and boom sent on onto Bailey Bailey rolls out uh Natty gets the hot tag after after a while they they have a, a chain tag so it's Sasha tags uh Bailey in Bailey does uh her flying elbow Natty tags in um gets gets tagged in and then Sasha Banks gets tagged in goes up for the uh to the top rope for the frog splash you know made famous by Eddie Guerrero and the team of Sasha Banks, Bailey and Natalia win uh Liv Morgan needs to pin fine as long as they not protect Ruby Riot, but as long as she doesn't have to eat the pin because they they kept really driving home that Ruby Riot's you know this decorated wrestler and that she's a future women's champion and I I hope to see the belt on her because she's she's good she's good on the mic she's good in the ring and we know that you know Will loves himself some Heidi Lovelace so hopefully you know in sometime in the near future we do have. Uh, Ruby Riot becoming uh, Raw or SmackDown Women's Champion. Who knows? But next we had the NXT Women's Championship match: Kyrie Sane, Shayna Baszler, and the one thing that I noticed was Kyrie Sane came out and she had Eosharai's masks on her her coat and her entrance attire. And I thought that was so cute because they are best friends. So she's channeling her her friendship to to go on through this match. And one thing that that stood out to me was Shayna Baszler's storytelling through her actions in the ring. She has improved from when I first saw her to her match at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn to now. She's really good. But I'm not happy with the results of this match. You you gave Kyrie Sane the belt, you know, a little over two months ago and she just drops I mean, yeah, you you have the introduction of the four women, four horsewomen of MMA. So I don't like that. 
name, but that's the name that they're giving them. Uh, Jessamine Duke and Marina Schaefer were at, at ringside. And they, they got themselves involved in this match after Kyrie Sane threw Shayna Baszler over in a back body drop over the barricade into the girls. And then... Uh, the ref, obviously, in plain sight, but it doesn't see any of this. Jessamine Duke grabs Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane backhands her. And... and they, you know, Jessamine Duke and, and Marina Schaefer put themselves into this match, costing Kyrie Sane the belt after Jessamine, was it Jessamine Duke or Schaefer, who gets on the apron and grabs Kyrie's leg in front of the ref. Ref does no disqualification, no problem. She kicks her down and. Shayna Baszler hits the uh, sleeper hold on her. I don't know. I don't remember what the, the finisher is. After Jessamine Duke high kicks Kyrie Sane in the back, in, in the head. So, I, I, I don't know, man. This, I, I love Kyrie Sane. And I thought that she, you could have done something with her and Io Shirai, even though she didn't win the Mae Young Classic. And then you could have pushed um, Shayna Baszler to the main roster, put her on Raw, put her on SmackDown. I mean, I understand that you have um, Duke and Schaefer in, in NXT now. You kind of want to build the four horsewomen or three horsewomen with. Then you can have her come up with Ronda Rousey. Like uh, William said, at WrestleMania, you'll have the four horsewomen of wrestling versus the four horse women of MMA at Wrestlemania I, I don't want to see that but uh, maybe somebody else does but another thing quickly that st- stood out to me was I guess Michael Cole's so autopilot where there was a point where Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane like double like forearm each other they're down and Michael Cole goes two men down in the center of the ring but he says men and then women quickly he's like two men women down in the center of the ring I was like alright nice save but be a little bit more aware so as I stated earlier Shayna Baszler goes over we have a new NXT women's champion and Shades is not happy about that because his pirate princess is no longer NXT champion. It makes me sad. But to my opinion, the best match of the night, SmackDown Live's Women's Championship. The uh, They're doing the Irish last kicker thing still. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Now, they were going over their whole friendship and, oh, you know, they're friends since uh, NXT and these women have had 11 matches all together and their record stand at 5-5-1. So, the next win, they get the upper hand. 
and I'm uh, I, I sat here and I thought to myself, how are they going to do this match? Are both women going to, you know, incapacitate? Are they going to get down, you know, nitty gritty? They're going to start hitting each other with weapons and this and that, taking the risks. And Becky Lynch wasted zero time going to work on Charlotte with the kendo stick. To the point where later on in the match, you see the welts from the, the, the shots that she took. I mean, Charlotte... You may question her 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 face work. You can never question her wrestling work. You can never question that that woman's determination and her toughness, because she she took some shots. Now, I've been hit with a chair before. Although I was inebriated, I have been hit with a chair before, and it doesn't feel good. I can't imagine a chair shot to the back after being whipped with a kendo stick repeatedly would feel. But I I can imagine it doesn't feel great. But this match, man, we had Charlotte hit the the moonsault. Table didn't break. Charlotte hit the senton. Table broke. They said Charlotte spent time setting up a table outside, and I see. For me, it seemed like every time she did that, Becky Lynch would get a new weapon and just beat her with it. But we we stated that this match should have been the main event, and in my opinion, it should have. But of course, you're not gonna have Ronda Rousey and the Raw Women's Champion not be the main event. But this definitely should have been the match, the the closer, because they put on a great match. I can only imagine how it was there live, but for me, my brain kept cooking. Like, hey, how are they going to end this? How are they going to end this? It's just like there was a spot where Charlotte has Becky's legs in the ladder and does the figure four and then transitions to the figure eight. And I'm just like, is she going to let her like pass out? Like, how can they, how can they finish this? And then I remember the table being outside. Charlotte's on the, on the top rope and Becky Lynch power bombs her through the table and she cannot answer the 10 count. Becky Lynch still SmackDown Women's Champion, which is going to make, you know, my co-hosts very happy. Me, I hope this ends their feud and Becky can get into another program because her social media work right now is the stuff of legend. She's basically alienating herself from the entire SmackDown Women's locker room, saying that the SmackDown Women's Championship has not been talked about at this length or in this volume with any other champion like she made this belt relevant again and you got to agree with her i mean she is she's doing some fantastic heel work but my thing is where do you go from here you know you, you had the, the 
the best friends, bitter enemies thing now. Now you have who's in line, you know? Nia Jax is on Raw. You're going to have a program with Asuka. You, you can't, like, you can't go into this cold. Because then it ruins Becky's title reign. And they shouldn't ruin something so hot right now. In my opinion. I'm pretty sure that the guys agree with me also. But next, we have the main event of the night. The Raw Women's Championship match. It's the baddest woman on the planet. Rowdy Ronda Rousey versus one lead, one half, one half leader. Um, I don't know. One of the leaders of the Bella Army. So dumb. Nikki Bella. And this match for me, beginning match was weak. Battle Royal, my opinion, was weak. And then you had some good matches. And then you end off on uh, on a bad note with this. I mean, <clears throat> Ronda Rousey wins via armbar, but I got nothing from this match. Nothing really from this match. I do hope tomorrow night we get some Nia Jax versus not you know not in a match, but Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax standoff in the ring. Like, hey, I'm coming back for that title. Could be a very interesting thing. A very, very interesting program that these women are going to get into. The only problem is Nia Jax isn't really good on the mic. And she's not great in the ring. And we already know that Ronda Rousey doesn't really cut a good promo. And she's not really good in the ring. She's improving, but she's still not good. But, um... You know, we after every pay-per-view, we usually we usually give a rating. Now, I was I was speaking to the guys, you know, through through Messenger all night, and William asked me general immediate thoughts or reactions, and I gave it two topes. A little harsh. My opinion has changed. I will give it three and a half topes now. For the first women's all women's pay-per-view in uh WWE history they did a decent job they could have moved around some things a little bit better but in my opinion 3.5 is is the highest that I will go uh Matty Bizzle didn't give me his rating but Mr. Thrill himself was disappointed he thought the first and the last match were duds but everything else was fantastic for him. He gave it four topes out of five, which is pretty good. It's, he must have really enjoyed this. But he said just barely four, but four nonetheless. So four topes from my man, Will the Thrill. I, 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 I'm interested to hear what they have to say. We're going to cover their perspective quickly uh, on the weekly podcast just because... I, I like to hear their, their opinions on it. You guys heard my opinion. It's only right that we hear you know my co-host's opinions also. This is not a, a solo vehicle. Unfortunately, today it is. And it, this, is, this has been a weird one for me. I cannot deny that. Because you have your, you know, your friends or your, your partners sitting in front of you. 
and you get to feed off of each other. But for me, it's just a little weird sitting and talking to you guys, but getting no general reaction back. So I, I'm, I'm used to hearing a laughter or, or a response or this or that. So I don't know if we're going to get a Solo Shades vehicle soon. Time will only tell. But that has been WWE's first ever all-women's pay-per-view evolution. You are listening to us, soundcloud.com, slash grapples to apples. You can follow us on Facebook, same name, grapples, the number two, apples, Twitter, same thing, grapples to apples. That's the number two, not spelt out. The number two. And I will catch you guys later. I have been Shades. You have been wonderful. Take it easy, guys. Peace and love.